Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings, everyone. How is you today, Jessica? I am doing great, Akina. I am so excited about this amazing Empowering Women series. We have such a treat in store for all of our listeners tonight. Um, this is a topic that I am so excited about. I'm actually going to take a back seat. I'm going to be quiet on this topic. Tonight's topic, motherhood, dreams, and success. Akina is going to tell you all about it. This is a topic that um, I know a lot of our listeners are mothers, and we wanted to really do something for you. Even though Akina and I don't have children, we have... 12 amazing women and mothers on the call for you tonight. Uh, Kina, why don't you tell our listeners what they're in store for? Yes. Um, Starting June 21st, you will be able to receive one of the best anthologies around, Motherhood, Dreams, and Success, You Can't Have It All, compiled by Erica Gordon. And today we are super excited and honored to have Erica Gordon and Ten of the co-authors on the show today to share why they decided to be part of the anthology and how why they decided to share their stories with you to help and encourage, motivate, and inspire. Hello, Erica. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, Ikina. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having us here with you tonight. Oh my goodness, thank you so much, Erica. We are just so excited and so grateful to have you on our call. Oh, well, the pleasure is really all mine. Thank you. Well, Erica, tell us about the vision of the book. Huh, I would love to. I mean, I'd love to talk about it. It's been a dream of mine that I've had for a while. But the vision, what I really hope is that women can take something from a story that they read, something that resonates in their heart and makes them sure and helps them to understand that they can live their dreams and be wonderful moms and they don't have to feel guilty about it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Do you have a, did you experience that in your uh, time? Is that the reason why you wrote the book? Yes. So this book is birthed from my personal experience, my life as a teen mom, and just really having to not even knowing that I put myself and my dreams on the shelf. It was just something that I did without even thinking about it. When you have children, you know, they become your primary concern in life. And the model of motherhood that I saw was I had a mother who dedicated her entire life to being a mother and a wife, and I never saw her take care of herself. I never saw her do things for herself. So that's kind of the um, model that I took when I became a mother. And so, yes, when I discovered that those burning desires in my heart were not going away and that I had to figure something out before I went crazy, um, that is where I got the, I guess, the idea about being able to be a mother, a great mother, and also follow your dreams. Eric, I just want to ask, you know, um, you know, today, you know, I actually had a conversation with someone, and I said, well, you know, I'm so lucky. I, I work full-time. I am a full-time marketer. I am running this, you know, podcast with, with Dr. Tina. And I said, I'm really lucky that I can do this much because I don't have children. I said, I don't have a family to worry about. I'm also responsible for me. And I love how you said, you know, women who are mothers and in business do not need to feel guilty. And I know, you know, I do on my network marketing team with a lot of mothers who are trying to juggle, you know, entrepreneurship, juggle their household responsibilities, get the kids ready for school, get in on three-way phone calls, attend webinars, and decide whether or not they should miss the soccer game because their company is doing this amazing event they want to attend. And what can you say to a mother? Like, is it possible to do both? And, you know, how can they, how can they do both? I know that you answered this question in your book. But just to start off, you know, our call tonight for all men out there who are, you know, changing diapers while they're listening to this or tucking their kids into bed and have their headphones in, you know, what can you say to them? Well, first I would say it's absolutely possible because women are already doing it. So that's your first key that it's something you can do. But what I would say to them to keep them motivated is I would ask, well, what is your why? 
what do you what is this business for like why why are you pursuing that dream what does it mean to you what um what do you what is your purpose right so when your why when you're clear on your why and you know exactly the reason why you're doing something if you're motivated to do that particular thing then the guilt will not you won't allow the guilt to stop you because say for example for me the reason why I have a business and I work full-time and I went to school and got my degrees was because I wanted to create a better life for my children. I wanted to show them the possibilities that exist when you want something bad enough and when you work hard for it that you can achieve it and that it's okay to manage multiple things at one time and it's possible. Anything is possible if you want it badly enough. So I would encourage those mothers out there who are struggling with the guilt or feeling selfish, just to just to go back to your why. And if your why is meaningful, if it's re, if if it has some meaning to you, and it's important, and it's not harming you or your family, then I would encourage you to stay true to what is in your heart. Thanks, Erica. I love that. And you know, tonight actually before the call, I was listening um, listening to Rich Dad Poor Dad from uh, Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter and. You know, one of the things that really stuck with me and in, that, um, in the book, one of the phrases, and I think it reiterates your point tonight, is that, you know, some people say, I'll never be rich because I have children, and some people say that I need to be rich because I have children. And I think that's really what your call is tonight, is just really helping mothers understand that their family, their children, it doesn't need to be their detriment, it actually can be their purpose. Absolutely. And I, really I mean, that, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I can. I will be completely honest and say that there were plenty of times when I felt like my kids were a hindrance to me because I have so many goals and ambitions, and I couldn't figure out how to play them out or how to live them out in the world. And I knew that I was destined to do more than just be a mom. But as I grew older and realized that I can do both and manage to do a little bit here and there, so it might not. You might not be able to do as much as a single mom as far as achieving your dreams all in one time, but you can take small steps, you can do something, and eventually your children grow up. So you don't want to be someone who's resentful and saying, oh, I wish I would have done this or that when my children were younger because now you can't get that time back. That makes uh, perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. A lot of times when... They're going through the process. They're not thinking about the time after the process is over. So mm-hmm. that was a wonderful, wonderful note. So tell me about uh, how you uh, found your co-authors for the uh, anthology. I found them because I prayed about it. Honestly, Akina, I prayed to find 29 of the most amazing women that shared my vision, that understood my passion, that wanted to be a part of this mission. And I just, I went out and I, I literally used my, my heart when I, when I reached out to you and to the other 28 women in the project. So do you want well, me to just, like, tell you specifically what steps I took or how, like, you know, like, because that's, that's where I started. I started from a heart perspective and I said, you know, I, I need to have a connection with whomever I bring in. They need to be in the same energy, like, spiritually and just, you know, from from the standpoint of understanding where I'm coming from. Erica, exactly. I don't. I don't. Just, I know on, on my end, there's a lot of feedback. So I don't know just if there's any way you can like a head or a speakerphone just to let you know there's a lot of feedback coming through in the mic. I hear it too. I'm on my regular home number. I don't know why it's doing okay. that. So we we pause it. Everyone on the call for technical difficulties. Um, we're going to try and work on and get that out of the call. But um, thanks everyone who's sitting with us with the noise in the background. Sorry, Erica. You can. Um, I would love to hear you continue talking about you know your um, really how you found these amazing women. Oh, so I started with the women that I knew that I thought would be great and. Then I just spread out from there. I started looking at um, different women that I came across through Facebook and seeing what they were all about. 
and just reaching out to them and sharing my project and saying this is what I'm doing and would you be interested in being a part of it. And some of them wanted to and some didn't, but it's okay because the ones who are here are the ones who are supposed to be here. And this project is amazing because of the women that I found and because we all collaborated and we are here together. Well, that is, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, I know that uh, with 29, uh, with 30 different stories, you know, you have to have a certain type of synergy and flow in order to make it uh, the best anthology possible. Absolutely. Yes, I mean, and I really, I was very cognizant of who I chose, so... I could have, you know, just had anyone in the book, but it wouldn't have been, like you said, this, the right synergy, the right energy, and it wouldn't have been the message that I was trying to share with the world. Yes. So today we have ten of your co-authors on the line here. Uh, we have uh, Renee Daphne, Sarah Edgerson, Andrea Scott, Cheryl Randolph, Anita Russell, Adrian Santana, uh, Trafina Basin, uh, Angel Sese, Charlotte Howard, and and of course myself. I'm the last co-author, and <laughs> but I won't be interviewed today. <laughs> but tell me how uh, you came about choosing these wonderful women to be part of the anthology. Um, I I did go through it. They had an interviewing process, so if I didn't know them personally, I made sure that I spoke with them, unless they were brought in by referral. So there were a handful of women who were referred to me by someone who's close enough to me to know my heart and my passion and what the project was about. So for the most part, I've spoken with everyone before they came into the project, and I got a better glimpse of who they are, and we went through an interviewing process. And for some, we actually spoke more than once before they actually joined the project. So I wanted to have as much of a connection with them as possible, so I did reach out. You know, started The, the first point of contact was either through email or, or a message on Facebook, but then at some point I made a point that I I made it I made sure that I spoke with them and got a feel for who they were. Awesome. Well, let's introduce some of the co-authors today. Let's start with Ren- with Renee. Hi, Renee. Hello, hello, everyone. Hi, Erica. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show here. <laughs> Hi, Renee. Thank you. So, Lene, can you tell us why you chose to be part of the anthology? Yes, yes. Well, um, so many reasons. Okay, so let me see. Um, I, I just think that it's important in, in, you know, as women, we are all just nurturers and caretakers and give of ourselves extensively to other people, but we tend to not focus on ourselves. And then, as Erica said, years go by, days go by, all this time goes by, and we look back and we say, well, everyone else is okay, and their lives are good, and as a result of my assistance, I I made that for them. So why can't I make something for myself? And so I just wanted to to, to, to let other women know that it's possible what's possible. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm a mom, so I can't do that. I just feel it's no longer an either or. It can now be an and. So I can be a mom, and I can run an awesome, successful business, and I can be a great wife to my husband. I believe it's all possible. Now, there comes with, uh, you know, discipline and all like that, but I just feel you don't have to either be this or that. You can be it all, and I love the title. You know, you can have it all. And and that is what <laughs> I feel you can. Uh, it, it, it's all. So I just wanted to express myself in it, my journey in um, what I've done uh, in caring for others and how I um, came out of that myself 
uh, to focus on myself and um, accomplish goals that I have put on a back burner like many women do uh, and, and express to women how I came out of that and how I was able to put my goals forth and be successful and still be the caretaker and the, the great aunt and, and all those other good things, the, the nurturer, but also uh, have my goals and dreams too. So I am living proof that I'm having it all. <laughs> That's wonderful, Renee. That's wonderful. <laughs> Renee, I like what you said. You said that women are nurturers. And as a nurturer, how can that be an advantage when you're a business owner? Well, because then you know the needs of other people. I think that is just so great and imperative, and I feel that's what makes women such good and successful and intuitive business owners because they, their first instincts are the nurturer and the needs of other people. And so it's just natural to know your needs of your clients and your business associates and your joint venture partners. And so it's easier to collaborate with other people because you understand the needs of other people because just by, you know, being nat- a natural nurturer. I, I think women are very good uh, business owners. A lot of times we don't give ourselves that kind of recognition, but uh, I, I really believe because of how we're made up, we excel in business. At least I, I feel I am. <laughs> and that's the reason why, because I have been um, uh, attentive to the needs of other people. And so when clients come to me or I'm in a, speaking with a business associates, you know, it's just natural that I pick up on what is needed and what I need to do to serve them and get them what they need and their goals accomplished. Awesome. Hey, that's awesome. awesome. Thank you. That makes so much sense to me. Okay. Well, thank you, Renee. Next we're going to have Sarah. Sarah, tell us why you decided to join the anthology. Absolutely. Hello to everyone, and thank you for having me. Um, You know, when Erica approached me about this project, she didn't even get to finish her sentence. I was like, yes, I'm in, I'm in. (laughs) Because just really, you know, the reality TV and all those things, images we see of women, you know, that's not reality. So it was really important for me to be a part of such a phenomenal group of women to show the next generation and everyone coming up around us that women can work together. And so for my story, I'm a single mom, but I believe that my situation isn't a limitation. And so I wanted to share that with other women. And also, you know, I have a greater vision for my life like so many other people. And it's just really important that everyone defines success for themselves. You know, it may be being a wife or a mother or a business owner, but whatever it is, success is however you define it, and that's how you really can have it all. And then the other thing that I really wanted to share was that you want to make those choices, right? Every choice you take needs to bring you closer and closer to that greater vision that you have for your life. Oh, that's awesome. I love the thought of the greater vision and making the success you know, fit for you. Because a lot of people think that success is cookie cutter and that they have to do it the same way somebody else did. But once they get that wonderful revelation that you got that they can do it to fit them, then anybody, they'll be successful. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, now we'll have Adrian. Adrian, tell me why you decided to be part of the anthology. Hi, everyone. Um, I had actually always dreamt of getting my story out to other women. Um, and as of the last year, I had actually had an overwhelming desire to inspire other women. It was just my every waking moment, I just felt it in my heart. 
and I had sent up a little bit of a silent prayer to God because I've always had faith that he gives us the desires of our heart. And it was funny because it was just shortly after I sent out that prayer that evening that Erica had messaged me. And I jumped up off my sofa and I told my husband, I said, oh, my God, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what just happened. And, of course, he had no clue. (laughs) And thought I was a little crazy. And when Erica called me, I just, it was a leap of faith for me. You know, it was just a really big leap of faith for me. And I, I don't hesitate when I have that anymore. In my life, I've learned that that sixth sense that comes from inside of us, that that's there for a purpose, and we need to listen to it and we need to follow it. I, I believe that that's where our passion comes from and our dreams come from. And all too often, we ignore that because we are busy as wives and mothers and sisters and daughters. And, and I, for me... I want to help other women or inspire and encourage other women to listen to that voice. That's where their dreams and their vision comes from. And I just, I want them to feel what I feel. I want them to have those moments of just being so happy that you cry, even when everything else around you seems to be chaotic and I've learned that the only time I have that is when I am following my passion, when I'm letting it fuel me and drive me forward. It's only when I try to pack that down that things become unsettled because my mind is always preoccupied on it. And this is just something that I've learned throughout the years. And I've noticed that in following my dreams, my children have actually picked up more from that than they probably have anything else that I've ever tried to lecture them on. And so it's just been a real eye-opener for me where I've seen that it's following your dreams is almost a must. It's almost a necessity. And um, it's just my desire to inspire other women to do that. And so when Erica called me, that was just a doorway. I mean, I I felt like it had been locked on the other side all these years. And when she called, she unlocked the door, and I just came bursting through. There was no question about it. And um, I've just really enjoyed getting to know the other women. We have some really fabulous, fabulous mothers. I love every single one of these mothers. And they've each been a gift to me, I know, and I'm just really excited for our readers to get to know them because I know they're going to be a gift to them also. And we're, we're, we're sisters and we're reachable. We're, we're able to contact us and get to know us and grow and follow your own dreams. You have a book full of stories and inspiration and encouragement, but you also have a book full of women who want more sisters and who want to inspire more sisters. And so we make ourselves available. We enjoy doing that. So I've just really been blessed through this whole project, and I'm really excited about it. Thank you for having us on here and letting us tell you our whys. Oh, thank you so much, Adrian. We appreciate you coming on. My pleasure. Okay, next, next we will have Charlotte. Charlotte, please tell us about why you decided to join the anthology. Hi, Athena. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited about the entire project. I um, this book uh, has really been in line with my mission and just knowing uh, Erica, you know, since I first got started with the prior collaboration, um, it's just um, it's so great. Um, when she had invited me, I immediately signed up because I saw the vision and wanted to um, empower more moms to really follow their dreams because as a single mom, I felt like, had a lot of challenges with um, 
family members and friends, you know, discouraging me. Um, so I talk about in my chapter really about those challenges and how I actually transitioned from being an employee to an entrepreneur. So um, I really think all the stories um, that is being shared in the book is really, really inspiring and will really change so many moms from all walks of life, um, just change their lives. All right, wonderful. Well, good evening, everybody. Wonderful, Charlotte, wonderful. I appreciate that. Charlotte, I'm going to ask you a question now. You said that you had changed from being an employee to an entrepreneur. And, you know, I know that being an entrepreneur just carries, like, so many benefits. And, you know, to all the women on this call tonight who are waking up from 9 to 5 and thinking they need to do that for their children, you know, what are the benefits as a mother of being an entrepreneur? You know, how can you better serve your child as an entrepreneur than you were able to when you were working for someone else? Well, um, that's really a really good question because as when I was an employee working um, as a salon manager slash hairstylist, I was working uh, 70 to 80 hours a week. And versus an, being an entrepreneur, I have literally... I, I literally work about 20 hours a week, and I, you know, take vacation when I want. I spend time with my family when I want, and, you know, I'm still helping so many, you know, women around the world just really start their own careers, and it's it's just, you know, such a perk to be able to work around your family, and, um, you know, if, if your kids get sick, you don't have to worry about, calling your um, employer saying you have to uh, be off because that's been a really uh, a big challenge for a lot of moms. I know when you are working, including myself, one of the challenges I faced was my my kids would get sick and I have to take off, and then you have to hear a long, drawn-out surge from the employer. So um, it, it, I, I do recommend, um, you know, even if you're working for an employee right now to, you know, consider – um, you know, creating your own business while you're working uh, as an employee because you'll uh, be thankful for the reward that comes along with it. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, uh, Keen and I know um, one of the things that we really are platforms for the Empowering Women series of Changing Minds Online is just helping women to really take their lives in their own hands and really just be in charge of their lives. And, you know, I'm a you know I'm an entrepreneur, um, a professional network marketer. I said it before. You know, when you're exchanging time for money, time is not your own, and really that's what it comes down to. That's the bottom line. As long as someone's paying you for your time, they own you. They own you for a designated period of time. And you know, for all the women on the call, we just wanted to let you know. And you said it so eloquently. You know, you have the ability to create your own life, and even you know, as a mother, and, and I can't speak in integrity about doing it as a mother, and that's why we brought these amazing women on the call, because I'm not a mother. But, you know, as a woman, you, you know, all women face this kind of challenge of really, you know, especially in today's age, previously a lot of us, we, you know, all the Disney movies when we were kids taught us that the men come in and they're the knights in shining armor and save us. And, you know, we're now saying, you know what, we can save ourselves. And I think entrepreneurship is really the best way to really just take your life into your hands. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, um, you know, Akina, I know we have another person on the call, right, waiting to share their story. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, we do. Uh, next will be Angel Feifei. Hello, Angel. Hello, Akina. Hi, this is Angel Feifei. I'm so glad to be here with you guys tonight. Well, tell us why you chose to be part of the anthology. Well, it, it definitely was a, um, a major choice for me because when Erica approached me through Facebook, I was just thinking and talking to my family members about writing my own book about my life, and it was just a blessing for me uh, to receive the, the message from uh, Erica. And I thought about it. I didn't answer right away. But it was, as they say, the stars were lining up, and it was like, okay, this is what I needed to do. And also, 
um, as a I'm a therapist by profession and a coach, and I typically use my life story to help empower my parents and families in their lives, and it just made sense. You know, I was already doing it. It was something that um, I know um, that when shared, it impacted the lives of those that I shared it with. So then this gave me the opportunity to share it with so many more people, and that is what I'm all about, always thinking about the village, the community, and it's just a step in as it takes it takes a village, not just to raise a child, but, you know, just to be, you know, just for all of us to be the best that we can be. And so this was my opportunity to give back to the village in, in such a loving and powerful way. Oh, my goodness, that is wonderful. And I agree, it takes a village to be, you know. Uh, I could have never been part of the anthology myself if I didn't have you wonderful ladies there to help and support me and guide me along the way. So. I understand the true meaning of it takes a village. Thank you so much, Angel. <laughs> You're very well. Right, next, we will have. Jasmine, how are you, Jasmine? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Tell us why you were part of the anthology. Um, I joined the anthology because it was um, an answered prayer, um, and I've shared before that uh, a couple of days before I got um, from Erica, I was kind of frustrated and talking to my best friend, well, crying to my best friend that, you know, I, I wanted uh, God to kind of lead my next step. Um, I was tired of just trying to figure things out on my own and, you know, trying to make a business out of all these hobbies that I had and things that I loved, which it's fine to do that, but it, it, was, it wasn't sustainable. Um, and I just said, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to move until he puts something in my lap. And I don't remember if it was two days or three days later, I get um, a message from Erica, and it wasn't even on Facebook, it was through Google+, Plus. Um, and she was someone that I, I don't remember exactly how we connected on Google+, Plus, but I know that she had posted a couple of um, posts that I liked, and, you know, when her book project at the time that was going on um, made the bestsellers list, I congratulated her. I mean, but that was the extent of our um, communication and so I just, when she reached out, I was like, it has to be the answer that I was looking for because I never thought of myself as a writer or I never thought that I would be an author. Um, I thought that I would be great <laughs> at something in many things, but that one never crossed my mind. Um, and now that I've gone through the process, it's like, why didn't I think of that? Because it's it's kind of like so natural, um, and when I shared with a few people that I was sharing my story, everybody was like, well, absolutely, somebody needs to hear it because it's an amazing story and you only share it with your close, you know, your close family and friends, so um, there are many, many women that could benefit from hearing, you know, how you did it as a single teen mom. Yeah, that's so powerful. And, you know, I love how you said that this book was an answer to your prayer, Jasmine. And, you know, all of us that are on this call tonight, to some degree or another, you know, we all have had our prayers answered. You know, Akeen and I, we met on Facebook one night, and, you know, we just were I know Akina was an answer to my prayer, and I want to let you know that, Akina. And, you know, for all of the women who are on this call who are, waiting for their prayer to be answered, who are, you know, every night setting the intention, I want to be successful, I want to do this, I want to do that, whether they want to write, whether they want to, you know, progress to a certain, you know, level in their, in their direct marketing business, that they want to open their own business, create a product, you know, whatever it is, what do you say, you know, if you had one thing you can say to that woman who is on her knees tonight and waiting for her prayer to be answered, you know, what advice could you give her? 
Um, I would say just hold true to what you know is important to you. So um, someone asked me recently about vision, and sometimes you can't, when you're in the middle of kids and husband or whatever, your, your life, you can't see the big picture, but you just have that thing inside that just won't go away. And I would say if there's a woman on her knees, I would say hold on to whatever that is, that feeling, that desire, because that's enough to back that prayer up and then, you know, push it forward for it to happen, because essentially that's what it was for me. I mean, I just knew I wanted something. I didn't know it was a book, and I put the prayer the prayer out there, and, I mean, look at now I'm about to be an international best-selling author. I'm claiming it. So, I mean, that's what I would say. Just hold on to the intention. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, um, you know, my advice to any woman on her knees tonight, whether you're a mother or not, is just, you know, be open to all possibilities because you never really know the who or when or how God's going to answer your prayer. And, you know, I certainly didn't think it was going to be for me through a podcast station. You know, I was a blogger, and, and I ran a couple blogs successfully, you know, a few years ago. And when the idea of a radio show and when Akina came into my life and when this whole thing came into my life, my dream, my prayer was I wanted to inspire women. I wanted to empower women. And like you said, now you're an international best-selling author. And, and who would have known, right, who would have, I mean, that may not be, you know, what you ask for God specifically, but if you ask God to do something, if you ask him to allow you to have this gift, you know, if your intentions are noble and your heart is open and you're listening, your prayer will be answered. And it may not come in the form that you think, and it may not be what you're called to do. It may not be what you initially thought it was going to be, but you know, he will use you if you make yourself open and available. So thank you so much for you know sharing that with us tonight. You're welcome. Next we have uh, Trefina. Hi, Trefina. Hi, Trefina. Hello, all ladies. How y'all doing this evening? Good. Can you tell us why you're part of the anthology? It's so funny that um, you all brought up the whole um, subject of prayer <laughs> um, because that's exactly um, why I ended up on this anthology. Um, literally two days before um, I was contacted through a mutual friend um, of Erica and I in mine, um, I had just got on my knees and prayed to God. Um, I had some circumstances going on as far as, my, as far as my career was concerned, and I really needed a change of direction. And I've always wanted to be a writer, and I just really asked God that whatever my gifts were that he wanted to come to the forefront to make room for them at that moment in my life. And two days later is when um, I was connected with Erica and her enthusiasm. I was, I was a little afraid because it was something different from what I was accustomed to. But Erica's enthusiasm uh, was so contagious, and um, it excited me, and it made me just want to jump in with both feet. So I'm just I'm grateful that um, I've received this opportunity. Um, I've always wanted to write ever since I was a very young girl. Well, I've always written, just never on this type of platform. And, um, you know, I have daughters myself, and I want to be an example to them that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a mother that, you can still achieve the things that God has established for you um, from the womb. So, you know, that's one of the things that I, I teach my girls now, and I have to set that example for them. So um, that's really what pushed me to want to do this, and hopefully it won't be the last project. So I'm grateful. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tafina. Thank you. And next we will have Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. How are you? Good evening. <laughs> Can you tell us why you you decided to be part of the anthology? Yes. I would say I would have to liken it to... Um, a treasure box or uh, even liking it to uh, pregnancy. I, I felt that 
there was a, I had always been told there was a story within, and we all have the course of story. But I felt that there was something that needed to be shared, needed to be told about the things that I had gone through, um, especially surrounding um, hope and never giving up, things of that nature. And I've always had the desire to want to, uh, of course, naturally inspire and encourage others. And so I felt that I needed to um, step beyond uh, the, the... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? To step, to steer, step outside of my comfort level, basically. And when the opportunity was presented itself, um, I was so um, taken back, you know, with uh, the, the opportunity to share. It definitely was, oh, man, this is the time, really. There, there's, there's no turning back now. It's time to, you know, put it, you know, put what I need to put out there in the atmosphere for it to be... Um, received an inspiration to someone. I wanted it to, for those moms who may feel like there is just, just no hope, that they can't see any value maybe in what it is that they have an aspiration to do. I want them to know that that dream still can be made possible no matter how long it may take, and a lot of times people say, oh, it's just such a cliche, you know, to hear that. No matter what, it really, really is possible and for them to never give up because by me being in the position now to be, as we say, uh, excitedly international bestseller author for all of us, that's a dream come true. I had no idea how, as we say, I had no idea how God was going to do that. But I knew it was always something burning within me that, had to give birth. So that's why I say I liken it to, in a sense, of uh, a pregnancy almost. It's like I've been carrying something, and it's time for it to. It's time for it to give birth. It's now the time. And so this was the right season for me to share. Uh, you know, God had prepared my heart a long time ago to just openly share. You know, things that I've gone through, and to encourage others. You know, because sometimes what you go through is not always for you. It's to help someone else. And my heart's desire was to definitely help and encourage and motivate someone else. And so that's really why I decided to um, be a part of this, and I was really, really excited to be able to collaborate with other very, very talented ladies and things of that nature and to get to hear their stories and just to be a part of that and know that we're just cheerleading others on through our stories, our inspiration. And I just thought it was a wonderful opportunity to step out um, to help me grow help challenge me even more and just walk more into my own purpose and destiny. So that's really the heartfelt reason why um, I became part of the anthology. Oh, man, Cheryl, I totally I totally understand with the uh, stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, I'm an introvert myself, and when I was asked to do that uh, chapter, I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but it needed to be done because you know you can't hold you can't help other people holding it in. And once That's I realized right. that, then I was able to move forward. As so were you, right? Yeah, yeah. I you know you remind me when you say that when I hit send on that <laughs> manuscript, it, I felt literally like I, my kids' labors wasn't even anything intense like that. I felt like I had given birth, like, oh, my God, like, the label was done now. I am so serious. I was like, phew, it's done. It's out there, you know. So I was like, wow. <laughs> but thankful at the same time and excited, all those emotions going on at one time. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I, I totally understand. Thank you, Cheryl. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, next, we will have Anita. Hi, Anita. Hi. How's everybody doing? Great. So can you tell us uh, why you decided to be part of the anthology? Yeah. Um, uh, some of the things that the other um, ladies have said are, are kind of similar to me. Um, I met Erica completely by accident on um, Facebook, and we kind of connected and had some conversations. 
And one day I got this message from her asking me if I would be willing to participate um, or if I was interested in participating in the book project. For me, it was a no-brainer. I said, yes, even before I even finished reading the entire message, all I saw was book, write, author, that kind of thing. And I just really saw it as an opportunity. So for me, that was a little bit of a kind of a let there be light moment where something just kind of opened up for me. And I had also been wrestling with um, just some different things in my life. And one of the things that I had been wrestling with is, um, you know, the, the, some of the others had talked about some of the things that God had put inside of them, some of the things that they were praying for and all of that. And one of the things that God had placed in me was a book. And over the course of, I'd say, probably the last three or four years before I even knew Erica, that was the sense that I was getting, that there was a book inside of me, and I, I would tell that to some of my friends, and they would, you know, well, what, are you, what are you supposed to write about? I'm like, I had no idea, except I knew it had something to do with women, and I knew it had something to do with building women up and inspiring women. But beyond that, I wasn't really, um, I wasn't entirely sure um, so I got involved in this anthology. Um, this is an incredible, incredible sisterhood that I see. And I've discovered a lot about myself as I've gone through the process of doing the writing because I had to kind of get in touch with um, a lot of different uh, milestone events in my life. I got in touch with a lot of decisions that I had made. Um, I got in touch with a very specific experience that I had when I was very, very young that kind of, brought me into this whole entire thing um, about sisterhood. So the whole entire thing for me was about self-discovery. It was kind of like acknowledging what was inside of me and discovering more of what's inside of me. And there's just there's no end. There's no limit to what we can do. And that was probably the biggest message that I got out of this whole entire project. Wow, that is awesome. You know, I like the uh, phrase where you said the light bulb moment. I think many women, once they read the book, they're going to get their light bulb moment too. What do you think? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because it, it was um, that kind of moment for me is when you are in one place and then at a blink of an eye you find yourself in a completely different uh, a different and having completely different experiences. I mean, three months ago, four months ago, I didn't know any of these ladies. I've never seen any of them in person. I've never even seen Erica in person. But I think we've developed a bond. We've developed a sisterhood. And this book is the thing that kind of ties us and really, really connects us together. We all have a different story. We all have completely different backgrounds, very diverse. Some of us in the United States, some outside of the United States. We're just all over the place, but we're doing something that is bringing us together for a very common purpose. Awesome. Yeah, that's so great. And I think that like one of the for women out there, just to give women really concrete examples of really how powerful the world we live in is today and how lucky and fortunate we are to live today, and, you know, you know, um, one of the things that a lot of our listeners may not know, and you said that you don't, um, you didn't meet the women in person in this book, you know, Akeen and I, we have never met in person, and I, I don't think we've actually made that public, and we plan to meet in, um, you know, in the first time, but we, this, um, you know, we... We have some exciting news, which I'm not allowed to share yet because it's a secret, but we have some exciting news. But Akeen and I have been working together um, for now for a couple months, and we met on Facebook. So for all the mothers who are sitting, you know, saying, I can't do this because I just don't have time, I can't get out of the house, we are so fortunate. Get on your knees today, pray, thank God, thank the people who invented technology that Facebook exists because, you know, while you're on the soccer field waiting for your kids game to start when there's a timeout. You know, while you're waiting for that doctor's appointment, you know, you can be on Facebook connecting to women in the same way, like, you know, all these powerful women, you know, look around you. And that's what we always just want to keep reiterating is that, you know, the possibilities are there, but you have to look for them. And I just think it's amazing that, um, you know, we have all these powerful opportunities today. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, and I hope you don't mind that I made it public that uh, 
we have yet to meet in person, and we're going to definitely um, be posting videos when we do. We're going to post our, our reading online. Yes, yes, and I'm super excited about it, too. And oh, my goodness, me too. We... <laughs> and we have Andrea. How are you? I'm sorry, Andrea. How are you, Andrea? <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. I am doing well. I'm doing well. So can you tell us why you're part of the anthology? Certainly. Um, many of the reasons, I share many of the reasons that the mom stated. And also, I wanted to help mothers heal in some type of way because as I shared with Erica, I haven't met her in person, but we spoken through Facebook, that when I um, wrote my chapter, I had to pause for a moment and come back to it because there were some emotions that welled up in me that I hadn't addressed before. And so I wanted to share my story with moms so that we could support each other, that we're a part of a sisterhood, and I think that's certainly what has grown out of being a part of this group, and to just let moms know that no matter where you are or what you've gone through, you know, we're all in this together as moms, and each every person's path is different, but everyone's path is important, and we're all important, and we all matter. Awesome. Awesome. Oh. Yeah, thank you so much. And you know what? I so believe you. And when you said we're all in this together as moms, I was like, yes, we are. And then I realized I wasn't part of that. But, you know, <laughs> but, but you're a female. You had me, you had me really um, hooked in for a moment there. <laughs> but, yes, as moms, as women, as moms, we are in this together. And that's what this call is about. It's about empowering and inspiring one another and realizing, you know, what competition it leads to enter empty injuries. Exactly, exactly. So this is just like a beautiful group. It's yes. a beautiful group yeah, of women all, all over. Yeah, absolutely. This is all about empowering, supporting women to be the best that we can be, and just helping and lifting each other up. And that was the, you know, that was the motivation behind this series and the motivation behind this call tonight. So thank you so much to all the amazing women that um, came on this call. We are so blessed to have you, and we just learned so much from you tonight. So thank you so much. Now, Akina, um, we have a special treat for our listeners tonight, don't we? Uh, yes. Uh, our wonderful compiler here, Erica Gordon, would like to do a giveaway. Erica, take it away. Yes, I am so so excited to to give this away to one of your lucky listeners. I am offering a an autographed copy. Unfortunately, I won't have all of the autographs from all of the authors, but I'll get as many as I can to sign this, and it's going to be an autographed copy of our upcoming anthology that will be released on Saturday. And I'm super excited to share this with you because, as you heard tonight, the stories are powerful, they're inspiring, and I know that it's going to touch your heart and help you to move forward in your life in some way. So what I'm, what I'm going to do is ask a question, and I believe... I can, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The first person who calls in to answer the question will win. Is that is that how we're doing it? Uh, yes, either calls or chat. And the chat okay. is at the uh, bottom right up under your screen. So you can actually chat. So you can see the screen where you're hearing us, and then right below it is the chat. If you chat in, we're looking for it. And again, right. if our listeners are on the call right now, how can they, if they want to have their lines unmuted, how can they let us know that? Uh, they will push one. Okay, so everyone who is currently on the phone, by pressing one, it will let um, Tina know that you want to answer the question, and she will unmute your line, and you definitely live on our call. Okay. So I just want to make it clear that this question... Although we're moms, this question is for all the listeners, all the women who are listening. It's not just you don't have to be a mom to win because I also know that the stories that we've shared are going to inspire you regardless of if you have children or not. It's a universal message that we're sharing. So I, I want you to be, to, be, you know, to be aware of that, that you can still participate. So here goes. Now, as you know, I'm a mom, 
And I've been really blessed to create a business out of my passion of helping other moms to live their best life. As a coach, it's my responsibility to get you or my clients to a place where they see the possibilities that exist outside of the world they've created where they are used to saying yes to everyone else and no to themselves. My question is, when was the last time you said yes to yourself, and what did you say yes to? Awesome. That is an awesome question. I am so excited. So the first person to press one, um, Akina will unmute you, and you will be live. And I also have guest 4309 that's in the chat. So if you have an answer, type it in. Okay, well, while we're waiting on them to type and pop in... Uh, Erica, I would like to pose the last question for you. What is the mm-hmm. takeaway you would like everyone to get from the book? Sure. The takeaway that I want everyone to get is that just to know that, well, there, well actually, it's a two-part takeaway. Know that, first of all, I think someone mentioned it earlier, but living your dreams is not, it should be non-negotiable. It's, I believe that it's your right and your responsibility. So when we were born, we were born with a purpose. And I believe that when we step into our dreams, we are creating the life that we were designed to live. So that's the biggest takeaway. I want you to know that it's not a catchy phrase or, you know, just something to do when I say follow your dreams. I'm, I'm encouraging you to live the life that you were designed and, and brought here to live. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. And, yes, I want to thank all of the ladies today um, We have, uh, that came on today uh, as part of the co-author team of Motherhood, Dreams, and Success. You can have it all. Erica, tell us about when the launch will be. Oh, Sure. The launch will be on Saturday, this Saturday, June 21st. So excited. And it's going to be on Amazon. We will be releasing all the details Saturday morning. So if you're an early riser, you're going to get to know first. But definitely look for the information that we're going to be sharing all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over LinkedIn, everywhere on social media you'll have access to this wonderful book. And also we're going to have a lot of giveaways and a lot of fun. We're going to have a virtual launch party all day long on Facebook. So check us out. You can follow us on Motherhood Dreams and Success. You can also connect with us through the events page on Facebook. I think it's called the Motherhood Dreams Virtual Launch Party. So definitely join us. We look forward to having you. And as someone mentioned earlier, I just wanted to also let you know that we are here to support you. We're all in this together, and this is a community that we're building of strong compassionate women who want more out of life. So we invite you to be a part of our community, and we are looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, thank you. And I know we were having some issues with the line. Thank you so much, Erica. Um, were we able to get those lines open, or are the lines still not, not opening up? Uh, the, I, didn't, I did not receive anything different than the callers that we had, but we did have guest 4309 that came in. So... I guess right, guest so 4309 will be uh, our winner today. So awesome. I will uh, give you her information. Yes. And I'll get that information to uh, Erica, and we will take care of that for you. Congratulations, guest 4309. Can you share with us? Can you share with us, Akina, what her answer was? Well, thank you, everyone, for being part of the call. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, these women are wonderful, powerful. Go to uh, www.women, uh, motherhood, dreams, and success. Uh, dot com and learn more about each and every one of these women. Reach out to them. They are wonderful, and they're here to help and support you on your journey as well. Jess? All right. Thank you, everyone. Um, I know we're having difficulties right now, but thank you, everyone, um, for calling in tonight. We've an amazing call. Thank you for being on here. Uh, we're so grateful for you. Um, God bless. Have a great night, and uh, we hope to hear, see you guys back on the call on Sunday. Good night, everyone.